Welcome to the Philly Special Podcast. I'm Colin Rudisill here, always with Kelson Hazelwood. We're talking all things Philadelphia Eagles football, and it is Sunday, 11.37 Eastern Time. Uh, we are a little bit late. Just on, that. Yeah, on the podcast recording. Um, and, you know, life's just kind of been busy once again. Obviously, we went to Philly to see the uh, Eagles and Seahawks game last week. That was a blast. Great what time. What a game. What a game. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was more the experience than the game. <laughs> But uh, what I got back on Monday, didn't get back home till Tuesday, um, and then had an eye infection, an eye virus immediately after that. So I was dealing with that for a couple of days. Um, Kelson, you've been sick as well and traveling. So like just all day called Thanksgiving that kind of just happened. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, life gets he, in the way sometimes. Here we are. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, to keep it short, we are only less than an hour and a half from kickoff, so we're going to try to keep this one um, somewhat expedited, I suppose. Uh, so let's just dive right in. Let's talk about the game. Uh, I think this there's a lot of moving parts going into the Seahawks-Eagles game, a lot of things that we've already seen in the past, um, some un, unfortunate trends, I think, that we're starting to see at the quarterback position in the last couple of games. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, I guess, is this play. Kelson, I remember watching it. Uh, this little screen pass over to Miles Sanders that oh, he yeah, just sails it over his head zone. on third and nine. Yeah, but I remember yeah. I remember watching it live, and I thought it got tipped mm-hmm. when I was actually at the stadium. And then I went back and saw it, and yeah, he did just sail it right over his head. Oh no, yeah, it was just completely. It made no sense. Yeah, and it's it's something that we've been seeing from Carson the last couple of games now. You know, just missing these wide open receivers, and this isn't the first instance. Uh, and, or it was the first instance in that game, but it wasn't the last instance in that game that that happened. Yeah. Um, there was uh, the third down in the second quarter. He missed Ward uh, wide open for a first down, and that was on a third down. He shorted Ortega Whiteside in the, on a third down. Um, it's just a bad trend. But maybe an even worse trend is the turnovers. Yeah, the fumbling, to be specific. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> do, you have the, do you know how many he had in that game? How many turnovers? Uh, he had three fumbles, two got lost, and then two picks. So a total of four. It's pretty unacceptable. And I think like he's got seven turnovers or something in the last two games, something yeah, stupid like that. It's really high, and it, it makes no sense. You look at the first fumble in this game. Um, one of the defensive guys for Seattle just comes straight through, falls on the ground right beside Carson's feet, and then Carson just proceeds to stand there and not move or do anything. And... In my mind, there's no way he didn't see him. And so this guy just gets back up and basically just strips the ball out. It was super easy. I just, I don't know, it's just a stupid play. Yeah, I remember watching it being like, oh, that was a great move, Carson. Now get out of there. Now right. get out of there. Yeah, <laughs> and you just stood there. Day. Yeah, and yep, it led to that. And then I know they had a fumble, too, where I think it ended up being Wentz's fumble. The, the third down play where he kind of ran to the right and then tried to hand it off last second. Oh, and the, 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 cute, on the, ground. the cute little third and three that yeah, we, and we should have just ran the ball straight at the middle. Not, we're not. The offense is not in a place right now where we need to be trying to do anything special with these little trick plays. Like, we need to master just the straight up offense before we start adding in the fun stuff. In my opinion, no, I agree hundred percent. And I think uh, it happens on third down all the time. And I, yeah. I get, I get it, but at the same time, you're right. Like. We can't even necessarily pass for a first down or run for a first down. And what's interesting in this game, I think this is like a very good portrait of what we're saying, is the Eagles moved the ball really, really well when all they were doing were the simple plays. Like, the offense moved the football. 
And when we started to get cute is when we started to have turnovers or when we'd finally get it in the red zone. I don't know. They just dropped the ball all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, we were in. We ran this play to Greg Ward, I think, at least three times that was successful, where he would basically run up to the first down marker and just basically hang out there right on the sideline, and Carson would hit him, and it was a first down three times. And I just don't know why we're not sticking with that kind of methodology when that type of stuff is working. And I also, another big complaint of mine is Zach Ertz has kind of become just the king of garbage time for the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> we kind of, like, we don't go to him enough uh, until it's just the end of the game, we're trying to get downfield, and we just hit him over the middle. I think he definitely needs more targets uh, before we reach that that point in the game. Yeah, I think that's that's true. And um, since we're talking, <coughs> Zach Ertz, he is going to be playing today. I just got that alert on my phone a second ago, so that's good news anyway. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, to Wentz's credit, I guess um, he was out there with a lot of his secondary wide receivers, you know, not the best weapons in the world. I'm not trying to give this guy an excuse no. uh, because, you know, you can't fumble three times and lose them. But uh, it's going to be nice having Alshon back out there, Aguilar's back out there, Ertz is healthy. Um, hopefully Greg Ward, even though he did do great, I know you're a big Greg Ward fan. He, oh, This yeah. guy was just signed off the practice squad two days before that game. So hopefully. But he's been, but he's been with the Eagles for a good amount of time now. That it's is not true. like he's unfamiliar. Well, and it's good, and I think this goes back to what I've said before, that it, getting that just something different, a spark, and sure. Greg Ward was definitely that spark uh, this last Sunday. I have, One of the things I'm super excited for, we're kind of moving quickly here, but uh, I want to go ahead and say it. Uh, the Eagles announced that Arthega Whiteside will be getting the start at outside receiver. That is huge, in my opinion. I think that is finally a move being made where they're saying, okay, what we're doing is not working. And so hopefully we don't see... Mac Hollins on the field at all today would be what I hope happens. Yeah, or at least, I, like nothing more than like under five snaps. Yeah, he'll probably see the field a little bit, and, and only I'm with you. I think only if you know somebody just if Ortega Whiteside just catches a 50 yard pass and he needs a rest. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm with you. I think um, it's good to finally let this guy get an opportunity. You know, we drafted him to be kind of the next coming of Alshon Jeffrey or whatever. You know, just being the next important receiver in our system you know let's give the guy some looks and not to mention as well getting Aguilar uh not so much on the outside anymore and moving him back into the slot and letting him just play that natural position for him I think can be good as well I think that's huge yeah and then hopefully I'd like to see Greg Ward more than Matt Collins I would I would love to see more Greg Ward I am really excited about what we saw from him last game like yeah I don't think it's Six catches on seven targets. Like, that's that's the most reliable of anyone we've had in a long time at yeah. the receiver position. I remember just thinking, what is going on? Greg Ward is <laughs> look after look. The guys behind us were like, who the hell is this dude? I'm like, Greg Ward. <laughs> Greg Ward, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame Carson Wentz. You finally get a guy that's catching your passes and is getting himself open. I'd keep going back to him, too. I'm telling you, they ran that same play about three times, and it it worked every time. Yeah, this was a game that I, I we got. We should have won, man. I mean, oh, it, yeah. at every opportunity, when you look on the other side, you know, um, the defense got a couple of turnovers, which is great, and they really did a great job of containing Russell Wilson in that pass game. I don't think a single receiver had over 40 yards receiving. That's very impressive, as explosive as that offense has been. 
something kind of surprising to me though was the run game, especially Rashad Penny out of all. Yeah, that that was that was interesting. Yeah, I'm not expecting to get gashed by Rashad Penny, but he. I think the biggest play he had one almost sixty yard rush. I think it was fifty eight yard touchdown run. Yeah. Uh, which was just a broken play that happens sometimes. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I thought the defense overall played a very, very, very good game, especially yeah. as much as they were on the field. That was, yeah, that was the point I was about to make. The other thing about that that touchdown play, at that point, the defense had been out there forever. So, I mean, eventually you're going to let one go if you're on the field that long. Honestly, you can chalk that one up to the offense, just kind of not helping them out at all. Yeah, and they're gonna they're getting strength back too because we're getting Craven LeBlanc for the first time this season against uh, yeah, Miami. Love that, that's dude. that's great. Uh, I mean, the defense I think is getting the swagger back. It's starting to pick up the pace and get to the elite level that uh, we thought it could be at. Uh, I think they had six sacks, two, five sacks, yeah, something like that's that. Correct. It's six. Yeah. So I mean, they're 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 hitting on all cylinders right now, and I love it for sure. Uh, yeah, and you know, on top of that, so the defense is playing well. That's point number one. Point number two. You know, we had this one play where Russell Wilson started to scramble out on third and goal. He could have ran it in, or he could have passed to a wide-open Hollister in the end zone, and he ended up overthrowing him. Then D.K. Metcalf uh, drops a touchdown on third and ten. He's wide open. So those are 14 points that turn into six points, and we still can't capitalize. That's Yeah, that's painful. That Going back and looking at the game again, those two plays, if those happen, this score just looks so much worse. Uh, Yeah. And... I don't know. Like, there's a lot that goes into that, but you just have to. The offense has got to capitalize. Like, when a team like Seattle comes out and makes mistakes like that, it's pretty rare. And the defense did the best they could, I think, of keeping us in this game. But the offense just has to help them. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's been so lackluster for two straight weeks. And you know, I think Carson Wentz is the catalyst of it and since he is the starting quarterback he's the one everybody's looking at i've been seeing it on twitter and facebook like i said last week you know people still calling for his head talking about why isn't it nick Foles, um all of that and i'm still with wentz and i think you should watch today if you're a guy that feels that way because you know he should just absolutely tear up miami i mean this is a game that we should take a big step forward the other thing, uh, going back to just the offense as a whole real quick, is we played last game without Lane Johnson or Brandon Brooks. Uh, and I think that made a huge difference. Carson is having to get the ball out pretty quickly. And I don't know, those guys also play a big part in the run game. And the run game wasn't quite what we're, we've been seeing the past few weeks without them in there. So I think having both of them back today will also just really be a huge boost for this yeah. offense. Definitely. I mean, they've got uh, one, two, three. Oh no, excuse me. One, two, three, four, five players on offense that didn't play last week that are all starters that will right. be playing this week. Uh, Jason Peters coming back and Lane Johnson as well. Um, right. That, that's going to make a big difference, I would imagine. Yeah, you you have to think so. Um, they we were way better with them with them in a few weeks ago. Uh, the one other thing I want to point out real quick is it seems like every week we get scored on uh, by a trick play. Um, I don't know what it is with like the defense can't handle these trick plays or teams are just abusing us with them because they see that the team we played the week before did it. But I think it's been, it's at least the past two games, if not the last three, where it's kind of the same thing where like the quarterback throws out the receiver, receiver throws it back to the quarterback, hits the guy downfield for a touchdown. Or even the one against the Patriots, I guess, was just straight over to um, what's his name? Edelman, yeah, and then yeah, 
Yeah, and then that passed. Yeah. I, it's kind of becoming a weird trend. I'm probably going to scream if Miami runs a trick place successfully against us. But Yeah, I, I, yeah that might do it for me. Um, the one against Seattle, I mean, that definitely hurt. It changes momentum quick whenever somebody can hit on something like that. Uh, it was just a beautiful pass, though. I mean, put it right where it had to be. Because the guy was... He was double covered when I went back and looked at it again. And it, it, they were both behind. They both bit, especially Jalen. Um, but I think he did a great job of recovering to get himself into a position to make a play. But it was just a really, really good ball by Russell Wilson. But I get what you mean. I mean, they, they've got to be more alert uh, for everything. And kind of piggybacking off of that as far as just get biting on things, uh, one of Rashad Penny's big runs, I can remember, Derek Barnett just rushed. You know, when you're oh, deep yeah. to end, your whole thing is you need to be containing the outside. Nothing gets past you. And when you bite on an inside run and then it goes the opposite direction, you know, it's all wide open now. All they have to do is run, and that's exactly what it did. He ran for, I don't know, 30, 40 yards, and I think that actually set up the trick play right. uh, for the touchdown. I think it was the same drive. Um, other than that, I think for the game, uh, Jake Elliott is just being the man in windy conditions. He knocked down a big field goal there in the beginning of the game. Um he is now the, I think he is added on to actually being the longest active, longest active streak in the NFL for field goals made. And the Eagles seem to recognize that, giving him a five-year $21 million with roughly 10.5 guaranteed. Uh, so we'll have him, what, through 2024 now. So it's great news. Yeah. Yeah. Good on, <laughs> good on Jake Elliott. Um, other contract news, if we want to talk about it. Lane Johnson got himself a four-year $54.955 million guaranteed money. Makes him the highest offensive lineman in NFL, highest paid offensive lineman in NFL history. And Brandon Brooks gets himself a four year contract extension. Two guys that you really want to keep on your offensive line. So shout out to that. So um, looking outside of the Eagles, real quick, um, the Cowboys lost on Thanksgiving to the Bills. Um, and with that, they still have not beat a team with a winning record. And for <laughs> anyone who wants to talk shit about Carson Wentz right now and say Dak Prescott is is better. Dak played arguably just as bad as Carson did. Um, oh, yeah. He missed all sorts of wide-open throws. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, take that for what you will. It's huge for, you know, playoff contention when you see Dallas drop a game that everyone thought that they'd win. Uh, hopefully we keep that trend going and they keep losing because, you know, make it easier for us. Yeah, I think the Eagles are in a point where <clears throat> We absolutely have to win the games we're supposed to win. I mean, if we if we lose today against Miami, I mean, we don't deserve anything postseason. Nah, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, and even with Dallas losing that, if we win today, we're tied in record. Um, it's still going to make December 22nd against the Cowboys the biggest game left in the Eagles' schedule. Uh, the only thing we can hope is maybe Dallas loses next week on Thursday to uh, to Chicago. Right. And then a week after that to Los Angeles, you know, like that would just those keep would be, dropping them. Yeah, keep dropping them. Be, you know, again, they're not games that I expect them to lose, but I expected them to beat Buffalo and they yeah. didn't do that. So who knows? You know, as long as the Eagles, the Eagles just got to do what they uh, what they have left to do. You know, let's let's beat Miami today um, and move on and beat the Giants or yeah, the Giants. Is that right? Yeah, the Giants next week and the Redskins the week after that and see where we're at going into December 22nd against Dallas. It's going to be the biggest game of the year. But yeah, looking forward to today against Miami. Um, the one big person we're still missing this week will be Jordan Howard, but I really I don't think that's going to be too big of an issue today. Obviously, we'd like to have him, but um, I think it's just another opportunity for Miles Sanders to get more carries. I I really feel like Miles should be should have gotten the ball more last week 
and I'm hoping that that gets corrected this week and he gets a lot of carries. Um, the other thing I think is kind of interesting about this game is we've had to deal with a lot of uh, kind of bad weather over our past few, and it seems like we just don't play well in bad weather. It's so I'm, I'm curious what it's going to be like here in Miami. I'm wondering if that that might give Carson a little bit of a spark, not having to deal with wind and some things like that. Because you saw, like you mentioned, that Jake Elliott field goal, that ball whipped in there yeah. from the wind. Yeah. So you have to wonder how big of a factor that is. So I guess we'll see today if maybe that that's something. I don't know, just something I thought about. Yeah, it's it's another thing to, and it speaks, I think, to both sides. You know, maybe this has to do with Russell Wilson not playing as well either. But if you're going to give Russell Wilson the benefit of the doubt, you got to give it to Carson Wentz that the conditions were not favorable in Philadelphia this last Sunday. Right. And when you're playing ahead, it's easier to just hand the ball off. And when you're playing behind, you have to pass. So it's tough. It's <laughs> tough making those throws when the wind is, you know, cutting you down at every single uh, on every single pass. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to find all the excuses for Wentz. He is going to have to come out and show us something today, especially without Jordan Howard again. Um, And that is a shame because uh, Miami is 31st against the run. Uh, So he could have had a huge day. Hopefully Miles Sanders can pick up the slack and get himself a huge day. He's certainly capable of doing that. But for me, my outlook, the thing I want to see the most, I want to see Carson Wentz just explode today. I want to see him have three touchdowns, you know, 300 yards passing, Let's let's show that this offense is growing some legs and, you know, can get some momentum going into the game against Dallas and, you know, show that we are a top team in the NFL. I think the defense is there. I think they're almost at an elite level at this point. If the offense can at least get to a good slash great level, you know, we're still scary. This isn't over yet is basically what I'm getting at. I think I see a lot of people with their head down. It's not over yet. You know, our record is five and six. That's bad. We're in the easiest part of our schedule. You know, let's get that momentum. Let's show that we're still capable of getting ourselves into the playoffs. And, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens today. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you. Um, so what do you, what do you think the score on this one, Colin? Um, well, I've already kind of said that uh, I'm hoping and expecting Wentz is going to um, have a better chance of improving and being better, which I guess is the same thing. doesn't matter. He's got... Ortega Whiteside now on the outside. I think that's going to be big. I hope he has a good game. I hope he has some good catches. He's just a consistent receiver. Getting Jeffrey back is huge. Aguilar back. Getting Brooks and Johnson. And there's just a lot going right for this game. It's trending in a good direction for the offense. Um, I think the Eagles are going to win 38-17, to which is not a big blowout, but I don't want to get too far ahead of myself is basically why I have that score. Okay. Um, so I... Every reason you just said is exactly what I had. Uh, however, my prediction for today is 28 to three. I don't think the defense is going to let up much today. I, I think Miami's in for it. Yeah, I'm really upset in my uh, fantasy football league. I tried to grab Eagles defense for the the playoff push, uh-huh. and somebody else picked them up as a backup defense before me. So, ooh, it's yeah. too bad. Too bad. See that. <laughs> Well, uh, we're an hour away from kickoff, so, you know, I'm going to get ready, take a shower, get my jersey on, and let's go get ourselves a W. Kelson, what do you say? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, We'll be back here next week, hopefully a little earlier. We won't post on Sunday again, hopefully. Um, But, yeah, hopefully it'll be good news. Hopefully it'll be a fun one. Till then, as always, uh, have a good one.